I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. I have a little guest star here with me today. I don't usually record with the baby, but it had to be done today. It was unavoidable. So he's here, and if he makes any cute noises, I will be sure to leave them in for those of you who have requested that. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see how this goes. Anywho, let's jump into the news for today. We don't have any mini stories, but I did want to let you guys know that the State of the Union will be discussed in tomorrow's episode. So thanks for your patience on that. There's always a slight delay for us, just the way that we operate. So we always appreciate your patience. Anywho, we are going to update you guys first and foremost on the earthquakes. Have to issue a content warning here. This story involves a very deadly natural disaster. So the earthquakes in Turkey slash Syria have now claimed the lives of over 5,000 people, you guys. About 5,400 in total. But that doesn't mean that rescue efforts have stalled out or anything. It's all hands on deck trying to find any remaining survivors in the rubble. More than 16,000 rescue workers are working diligently across the area to find and save anyone that they can. One woman was pulled from the debris after roughly 22 hours of being trapped. 15 different hospitals were destroyed or badly damaged in one night. Even a 2,000-year-old castle was damaged as well. The area, as we know, was not prepared for a quake like this, and many of the buildings locally were made out of concrete frames. So, you know, they're not these savvy buildings in San Francisco that will sway in an earthquake. Not at all. And as we know, Syria was already really struggling due to their ongoing civil war. Significant fires, though, have broken out in certain places, and many people have been left homeless out in the snow And they're freezing while searching for missing loved ones. (laughs) So, sorry, he just had to contribute there. Anyway, if you didn't get the backstory on the earthquakes, be sure to listen to yesterday's episode. We will link to two reputable organizations today in our show notes if you would like to contribute to disaster relief efforts financially. If you can't donate at this time, you can still make a big impact by sharing links and spreading the word about the quakes in general. So talk to your colleagues, share on social media, be loud about this, and that's going to help get more donations and more relief efforts sent their way. 
Next up, content warning here. This story involves extreme racism. Neo-Nazis plan an attack on Baltimore's grid system. So two extremists teamed up in trying to target a largely black city, the city of Baltimore. Sarah Clendaniel and Brandon Russell wanted to flip off the heat and the lights in the city of Baltimore in order to harm people. They literally said to each other they wanted to inflict, quote, maximum harm, end quote. Russell literally founded a neo-Nazi group and has been in prison in the past for building bombs and trying to target nuclear facilities in Florida. He also had a roommate that killed two fellow members of the same group. If you guys remember, there have also been attacks on power grids in North Carolina, as we covered in News Du Jour here on the podcast, but also in Washington State and Oregon as well. But authorities don't think that these incidents are related. Sarah identified several locations where she felt she could destroy the power grid. (laughs) She was the one who was going to do the actual dirty work of shooting up a power grid and taking orders from Brandon Russell, who instructed her to do it at a time when the most people were relying on electricity. You see, Sarah was supposed to be suffering from some type of kidney disease that only gave her a few months to live. So she wanted to attempt one of her destructive fantasies before leaving this earth. Pretty grim. Attacks like this and the discussion of them online have really ramped up quite a bit among far-right extremist groups. The FBI knows about them, but that doesn't make them any less scary. Let's hope that more of these events can be stopped before they happen, like this one was. But speaking of power outages, I wanted to touch on a different subject really quickly. Over in Austin, thousands of residents are still without power following the storms, and it's already been six days of having their power off, and the city said it could take another week to come back on. And the reason I wanted to mention this is because I have lived this situation Twice in my life, actually. Oklahoma, for those who don't know, has horrible ice storms. They cause tree limbs to snap downward or even have the trees fall over and they tend to take the power lines along with them. So once in high school and once as an adult, I've spent two two week spans without power. And it was cold and it was miserable and it was even hard to describe to someone who hasn't lived it. Everything you touched in your home was cold. During modern times, everyone expects you to have Wi-Fi up and running, let alone, you know, the ability to charge your phone and make a warm meal and take a shower. All this to say, I can sympathize with Austin and I really hope that they can get their power back up and running for you guys as soon as possible. We all have to brace ourselves for more outages like this as time goes on. And one more story today, you guys. I have to dip back over to the Grammys really quick because I have a crazy story for you that I had only heard about after I recorded yesterday's episode, but it was too crazy not to share. On TikTok and on social media in general, everyone had been talking about how Harry Styles 
winner of album of the year and I think best pop vocal album. He seemed tired or sleepy during his performance. People were joking around, Harry, do you need a nap, pal? It was kind of crazy and I hadn't seen the performance myself. So, you know, it definitely had me curious, but it wasn't enough information to where, where I could really report it to you guys here on the news. But because <laughs> there could be a million things making Harry seem sleepy. I hate to say it, but with celebrities, you think drugs or maybe depression. But no. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> the baby sounds today aren't exactly cute. They're more like nervous laughter. He knows he's on the air. Anyway, um, it was nothing like that, though. It was something else entirely. So, and there was an explanation. The whole dance routine was choreographed on this kind of rotating circular stage. Think like an enormous Lazy Susan that moved super slow. And the team, the dance group, according to this dancer, had worked really hard to learn a dance on a moving surface and it wasn't easy but they finally all came together and mastered their routine so that night they got up on stage to do their dance and the music starts and the turntable lazy susan thing starts moving but it starts moving in the opposite direction of how they learned the dance so they had to do everything that they were planning to do only backwards (laughs) Everyone was super confused and all the dancers were just trying not to fall down because they were moving the opposite of how they're used to moving on that thing. So Harry's sleepy seeming performance was simply him trying to figure out where he needed to be all while singing and doing his routine in reverse. Poor guy. I'll say as someone who has not seen him perform very much at all, I wouldn't have been able to tell a difference. I watched it myself and I thought it seemed pretty normal. So props to him and his team for working really well under pressure. But his fans know him and they knew something was off. Uh, Again, congratulations, Harry, and job well done on working under crazy circumstances. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, whatever you do today, Let it be enough. Oh my God, it sounded like you were saying bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugar-free media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh. oh.